For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Welcome back to another episode on the Edifying Queens podcast. I am eager to deliver the message on today. It is a awesome word and I am excited to share with you all. I hope you all are doing well. Hope your year is off to a great start. I know that this is Black History Month, so I would just like to pay homage to all of those who came before us and we just thank you god thank you jesus for waking us up giving us another chance at life lord thank you for allowing us to have the opportunity to continue to grow and evolve into the men and women you've called us to be oh god we thank you for the word that's to come forth i ask that you would just decrease me and increase you father god we just honor you we praise you and we worship you and we pray for all of the listeners lord we pray that you would keep them safe and we pray that you would help them to achieve their divine purpose and calling in you we pray that they will receive whatever you would have them to receive from this word on today we thank you and we pray in jesus name amen so The title of this word is Resigned to Get Aligned. Now, for some context, I would like to share the definitions of the words, right? Because, you know, that's always good. And we all know that there are multiple definitions for certain words. So for context, um... I would like to share the what I mean by or the definition that I'm referring to of resign, basically. So I am speaking of the archaic definition when it means to surrender oneself to another's guidance. It says to surrender oneself to another's guidance. And we know the one that I'm surrendering to and submitting to is our heavenly father, right? So this episode is going to be very um, touching and eye-opening. So bear with me. We all can sometimes be seduced by greater the bigger the next the keeping up with the joneses as you know some people say right but specifically being seduced by greater means where we can be led astray by our own desires and our wants and what's pleasing to the eyes we sometimes forget to cultivate what God has already given us. For instance, God gave me a vision 
um, what I would say in like 2016 or even probably before that. But I've been so distracted by working and climbing the ladder and um, working a job that pays good money and just achieving like different accolades and, and things like that where I couldn't make time for what God had called me to do. Now, disclaimer, everyone is not meant to quit their jobs. They're not able to even quit their jobs. So, and most importantly, you may not be called to quit your job, but I'm just sharing from my experience. So take everything I say with a grain of salt, basically. I am not trying to encourage um, people to quit their jobs because I know that's been a trend for the last year or two. Um, so that that is not the purpose of what I'm saying. Just please bear with me and just hear me out. <laughs> Okay, so now, I know that it sounds good to quit your job, but we cannot be seduced by our wants, our wants, right? Because trust me, the grass is not greener. I've been a housewife for 10 days and it definitely takes a strong and disciplined woman to look well over her house. Now, when I quit my job, I wasn't necessarily thinking about the things that I didn't want. I was just thinking about the things that I did want. But I mean, technically, it it just depends on perspective because the reasons I quit my job it was because I didn't want to be lacking in certain areas of my life. Now, I'm not going to get too much into that because, but I just wanted to give you like a little backstory um, of how I came to this revelation and this knowledge and wisdom and, and, and the experience that led me to share the word that I'm giving on today. Now, Now, I said all of this to say that even though I've been off work for 10 days, there are still obstacles that I must overcome to get in alignment with God's will for my life. The enemy is still out seeking whom he can devour. So I'd like to share the experience that I encountered yesterday for a perfect example. I was looking for a marriage and family therapist or counselor who could help me gain perspective and help my husband and I work through some issues we've been having. But the lady specifically said that at the moment, she's not focused on marriage and family therapy, but she does offer RTT, which I've never heard of at the time. So I asked her, what is it? And she said, RTT is rapid transformational therapy. I was curious, so I stayed for the presentation where she went on to explain how she uses hypnosis to suggest 
to your subconscious mind to help you achieve your goal, your targeted goals within 21 days. The requirement was that you have to listen to these individualized recordings every day of her basically affirming you. Now, hearing this, it pricked my spirit to like to think like I could listen to the word of God every day and put my trust in Jesus to be rapidly transformed instantly. However, I was polite. So I let her finish the presentation where she went on to show all of the good reviews. You know how they try to win you over by showing you like people saying all these good things about their program and, and the, um, the return on your investment, basically. Now, the reviews was very convincing, um, but it made it it made sense, you know, that these people would be saying this thing, these things about her program, because those people, in my opinion, were misled by influence and believed the lie because of their desire to be made whole, even if it meant putting their trust in something other than Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Now, in Thessalonians, in Second in Thessalonians, uh, chapter two. Go with me here now. We're going to start at uh, verse 8. I mean, verse 9. You can read verse 8 because it it it, it gives, it gives helps. But with me specifically, I'm going to read um, from verse 8. Now, I'm reading out of the... I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version. Now, it says... The coming of the Antichrist, the lawless one, is through the activity of Satan, attended with great power, all kinds of counterfeit miracles and deceptive signs and false wonders, and by unlimited seduction to evil and with all the deception of wickedness for those who are perishing because they did not welcome the love of truth the gospel so as to be saved they were spiritually blind and rejected the truth that would have saved them because of this god will send upon them a misleading influence and activity of error and deception so they will believe the lie in order that all may be judged and condemned who did not believe the truth about their sin and the need for salvation through Christ, but instead took pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, I know it may be hard for some people to understand how I got to this scripture from that experience, but this is very key to understanding and like having that spiritual maturity that was just spoke upon. So reading these scriptures was confirmation to me that I was, that I was almost led astray by my own desires to fix things in my life. But glory be to God that almost doesn't count. And I was able to discern in the Holy spirit that dwells within me was a help me 
not to be believed a lie, right? Thank you, God, for keeping me. And the lesson from this experience in Proverbs 3 was what the lesson from this experience comes from Proverbs uh, chapter 3. Now, we're going to start. I'm going to start from um, verse 5. Now, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him and he will make your path straight. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn from evil. This will be healing for your body and strengthening for your bones. Mm. So, a year and a half ago, I mentioned this same verse and I said, you cannot fear the Lord without first giving up your own desires and turning from your own way. I feel like this just now came full circle for me and I'm on track to passing this test, which brings me back on topic. I quit my job 10 days ago in order to get in alignment with God's will for my life. Now, in the natural, this doesn't make sense. This didn't make sense to nobody, y'all, to nobody, including me and my husband at first. Because we are in the process of buying a house. And if you know me, you know that home ownership has been my desire has been my desire for years, bro. Years. It has been my desire to buy a home and to make a house into a home, right? And this was something that I had to convince my husband to get on board with, that it was a good investment and you know everything that comes with buying a house, the responsibility that we were basically ready, right? However, now with me being out of work at the moment, the desire hasn't went away. I know it sounds crazy, but I have faith that God will make a way if it's in his will for us. I believe that it will happen in his divine timing. And I also believe that everything that we have, everything that we need, now, and we will not lack anything because we are seeking God's kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And I know that everything will be added to us in due time. Now, this was not easy to get to. I would definitely say that it took me a few days to be able to process, you know, all of this because I mean, shoot, when I quit my job, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to become a housewife. I didn't, that wasn't my plan. My plan was to get, even though I've only been out of work 10 days, it's just, it's, 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 it's real. It's like, it's a, it's, it's like an emotional roller coaster. Like when I first quit my job, I was happy. You know, I was relieved. I felt like pressure lifted off the off of me. I felt very um, motivated and 
um, ambitious to the point where I felt like I was going to be able to achieve and accomplish everything on my to-do list within a few days. Then I realized, oh, I still need to get some balance, you know, in my life. I still have to be disciplined. I still have to uh, have structure to my day um, or else I won't get anything done. And it's still going to be like, I don't, there's not enough time in the day. Like I shouldn't feel like there's not enough time in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the bad habits that we had when we had a job or the bad habits that we had when we had more responsibility uh, or a certain different responsibility, because I, I won't say more responsibility because I still have a lot of things to do. I still have huge responsibilities, even more so now because I am um, responsible for doing and like achieving the vision and working toward achieving the vision that God gave me, which is huge. Um, it is a huge task. So I would just say, I implore all of us like to seek God first and put God as the priority in our lives and put our complete trust and faith in him and not be led astray by our own desires. Our focus has to also be on the unwanted things we must face as well. Like I I just gave the example of me having to be disciplined and um uh still have to have structure to my day and you know things like that. Like I don't want to necessarily do those things. I don't want to still give myself a bedtime. I don't want to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and go to the gym. But these are things that I must do, that I must face, that I must tackle and, and, and overcome in order to become the woman who God called me to be, to be made whole, right? To be physically well, to be intellectually well, to be emotionally whole to be spiritually whole I still have to have that balance in my life and um Sarah Jakes Roberts she explains this in detail in her sermon titled blinded by want the gist of the sermon I I I encourage you all to go watch it on YouTube but the gist of the sermon was that what you want and don't want have to live together if you're going to experience the fullness of God's promise. Meaning that in this day and age now, everybody's so focused on the things that they want that we never even think about the things that we don't want, right? We just try to ignore the things that we don't want, meaning that we try to just push forward towards the things that we don't the things that we want in hopes that it'll take us to where we want to be. But the true change and the true transformation comes when we are able to face the things that we don't want. And this is, it's, it's, it's a challenge to um, understand and comprehend because this is definitely um the 
getting into the deeper things, like being able to like discern and know when something goes against God's will. Like when that lady was telling me like, oh, I'm just, I have to send you these recordings to be able to, um, for you in order, I, you have to listen to my voice every day for 21 days in order for you to be able to reach your purpose or reach your goals or achieve whatever you want to achieve by me hypnotizing you and speaking to your subconscious mind to be able to achieve the um to as she put it pull out the root of the problem of procrastination just say if my problem was procrastination she would say some uh mantras or whatever she was going to say on the recording to be able to hit the goal of procrastination basically but it might seem all cool fine and dandy but it's not like the god get jesus when he went to the father he left us the holy spirit who is our helper, who is our counselor, who is our therapist, who is everything that we need. We literally have everything that we need. That's what the enemy want us to do, y'all. He want us to be focused so much on what we want, our desires, our humanly desires, our, our flesh, basically, that we overlook the things that we have because we so caught up on driving and pushing forward to the things that we want you know like we we never really stop and smell the roses if you get what i'm saying like we could be producing fruit but we don't even enjoy what we have before trying to plant new seeds and and looking forward toward the next harvest like just it's like a hamster on the wheel um just to give you a image i would just say like i just pray that we all are able to discern when we have and when we deal with things in our lives that come up against the word of god that come up against who god has called us to be and who he is as our source, our provider, our everything. We cannot be, we must be transformed, right? Our minds must be transformed. We cannot fall victim and fall privy to the things that is real. Like I pray every day that my mind is transformed. And I really just thank God that I can see, I can, I can really, like I went back to read, some of my notes from previous episodes and, and just what I was saying, y'all, like this is really confirmation that I am on the right path, that I'm in alignment with God's will for my life. No, it didn't happen how it, how I thought it should, or how it was, how I thought it should look. I never, you know, like it's just God works in mysterious ways. That is so very true. And I just want to pray right now, for all of you who may be dealing with certain trials and tribulations in your life, who may be going through certain things, like just 
just don't give up on God. Like put your hope and faith in God and not the things of this world, not money, not uh, the government, not uh, nobody, nobody other than Jesus, nobody other than Christ. I can't even put two, like, like I've never had to depend on anybody financially. Right. Like I've, I've been working since I've been able to work. I've been working since I've been in high school, like 14 years old, like working to give myself the things that I want. Like my grandmother always provided the things that I needed as in uh, a roof over my head and food in my belly. She provided the necessities, but I had to work. She, she, she would buy us one pair of shoes for the year, for the, for the school year. Right. Or maybe like some little cheap, like some little sandals or, you know, something that, no, nah, no, nah, I had to work to get those things. Actually, I had to work like after school to be able to afford the nice clothes or shoes or go out to the movies or go out to get food. I don't know. Whatever I wanted, I had to work for it. So I've never had to really depend on nobody to provide my wants. And this is my first time like me quitting my job and having to um, depend on my husband to take care of me is very new for me. It's, it is, it's putting my trust in the Lord in a different way. Um, and just me being dependent on God in a different way. And just that trust, like for my husband to, you know, do what he needs to do, and in God to take care of me. Like my, my husband is dealing with his own stuff um, in his career. Um, and he was telling me like he felt the like he understands the assignment to be able to provide for his family. That's not an issue. He's he's honored to be able to support us um, financially. But he says that now he feels the pressure to have that financial stability because I'm not working. So he cannot be out of his job. So he felt the need to um, do something that he necessarily wouldn't do otherwise if I was working, basically. And I told him, like, no, like, don't you don't have to bend. You don't have to being to this world or being to what people want you to do because God is our provider. If you lose your job, then we still going to be straight because our help comes from the Lord, you know, like, so even in, I had to encourage my husband in that, like, so me going through everything that I'm going through. Yes. And I, I told my husband, I quit my job so that I could, this is not the, my number one reason for quitting my job was so that I can have, um, build my relationship with God in the sense of prioritizing and putting him first and making time for God. Like, I'm sure those of you who work, y'all understand how challenging it is to be able to get in your quiet time in the morning before you go to work. Like, yeah, we might do it, but we might just rush through it. Like, 
you know, like we might not be able to sit and, and, and have our devotion how we want to with our tea and, and with our praise and worship music or whatever you do, however you set the mood for Jesus and the Holy Spirit to be able to come and dwell with you, then I just felt like I didn't have, I did, I, 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 I didn't have enough. I could not find enough time to spend with God. And I know that I have to wake up. I had to wake up earlier, but now I'm, I'm realizing this, like, okay, the job ain't the problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> the job is not the problem. I'm the problem because True, I still don't want to wake up early now. So it's like I still have to face the things that I do not want to do. I cannot just focus on the things that I want. So I definitely just want to pray for all of us. Pray for those of you who may be listening. And I just want to thank y'all for taking the time out to listen. I hope that you gained something from this episode. And I hope that you would be able to use it and apply it to your life and just look at the things that you don't want to do and figure out how you can face them instead of just thinking about the things that you want, because it puts you in a mindset of poverty. Like, like when we always want something like it's like a poverty mentality. It's like, you know, um, but yeah, I'm just going to pray and close us out. Thank y'all for listening. I hope that you enjoyed And I hope that you will comment on our Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram um, or wherever you like to be on social media at and let us know what you learned from this episode, what you like or just comment. um, How did you enjoy it or what? Because we have a treat for those of you who do. I have some. Um, t-shirts to give away, some devotionals, um, and EQ will be having merch soon. So I'm just excited to um, give away, give back to y'all for taking the time out your week to listen to us. We just appreciate y'all who tune in every week and we just love y'all. And I'm going to go ahead and pray for you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for the listener. Oh, God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would be able to help them to discern. Lord, I pray that you would give them more wisdom, Lord. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they would not only be thinking about their wants and their desires. Oh, God, I pray that they, you would help them to continue to put the flesh under subjection to their spirit, man. Oh God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would be able to help them not be led astray, Lord, not believe the lie. Oh God, help us to believe and accept the truth, Lord, that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, Lord, that he is the only way, oh God, that he is the light, oh God, that he is the way to you, Father God. And he is our 
helper, Lord, that he is everything that we need, oh God, that we have everything that we need, oh God, that we would not be lacking nothing, Lord, when we put you first, God, and when we make you a priority in our lives, oh God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would help us all to be able to increase our relationship with you, Father God, so we know what characteristics, Lord, that are yours, Lord, and when we know, when we do things, when we say things that we shouldn't, oh God, that you would help us to be able to transform rapidly, oh God, that we would not depend on things of this world, people in this world, oh God, that we would not serve both God and money, oh God, that we choose you, oh God, for we know that you are more than enough, oh God. We are everything in you. When we have you, we have everything that we need, oh God. That we will not be lost, oh God. That we be, we will be found, oh God. That we would use your word at, unto the lamp, as it is the lamp unto our feet, oh God. For we know that we will be able to walk on the path that you've already set before us, oh God. Help us to not be distracted, oh God. Help us to not be dismayed, oh God. Help us to not have anxiety, oh God. No fear, oh God, will overcome us and overtake us, oh God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will keep us, keep our minds stayed on you, oh God. Help us to be able to say no to the things that we know that we shouldn't do, oh God. We ask right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will keep us safe, oh God. Keep the hedge of protection around our families, oh God, that we would not be sick, oh God, that we will continue to have a good immune system, oh God, that we will be able to complete all the tasks on our to-do list, oh God, for we know that you will be our helper, oh God. We thank you and we accept you in our lives as our Lord and Savior, oh God. And we just pray and we honor you and we worship you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I know that some of us have not accepted Jesus in our lives, and I just want to give you an opportunity. If you feel called, then I would like to read with you Romans 10 and 9. It says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So I would like to say a short salvation prayer with you. It says, Dear Lord Jesus, and you can repeat after me. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Please forgive me and come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now help me to live for you the rest of this life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.